The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All-Star Comics, Amazing Action Comics, Luton XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books, with more locations coming soon. You can find out more at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 129 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. The Tower Theater in Oklahoma City is getting us all ready for Ready Player One. Tomorrow night, the Tower Theater is showing the 80s classic Big Trouble in Little China, and we here at the Okie Geek Podcast are leading a panel on said movie. And a week from today, on Sunday, March 25th, Tower Theater is showing Monty Python's The Holy Grail with discussion led by the one and only Brian Gilland of Okie Show Show. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. It's been so long. I I feel like we've heard, we've like just... Well, we ships that, in the like, ocean, you know. Right. Like, yes. <laughs> we exist on the internet. Yes, yeah, like, exactly. we were just to everyone's like, knowledge, yes. we are an internet only entity. I, I, and I now, feel like now anybody, we've seen each other in person. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I, I feel like anytime anybody's searching for my show, you guys yeah. are the oh show that comes up. <laughs> That's a thing because every time I enter Okie Geek from my yeah. Twitter, yours comes up. Oh, first. really? Yeah. yeah. See, for me, I'm like Okie, and then it like then completes boom. the check mm-hmm. itself, and it's mm-hmm. like Okie Geek. I'm like, so we're like, I should listen to we're that. Joined, <laughs> we're, joined, we're joined at the hip, right there. Yeah, right, right there. Yeah, so, I'm gl- yeah. so glad to have you on here. Uh, yeah, especially yeah. this is you, awesome, man. Yeah. It's it's it. I think you're about how many episodes you guys at now? Well, we just published our 50th episode. Yeah. Oh, that you're is so cute. Congratulations. <laughs> well, I feel like we should have a lot more considering like... Nikki's going to bring the snark to <laughs> We should definitely have a lot more episodes, but uh, it's a combination of I'm lazy and Life. we only do it bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So right. uh, we're not like a month, a weekly podcast. We so used to be. That's we were if a weekly were podcast weekly. for like a month <laughs> and I lost my mind Yeah. and yeah. Uh, no, I was it, like, you know, it's a lot of inequality suffers and and yeah. if you were weekly you'd be, you would have crossed it 100 so okay i'm gonna yeah. claim ignorance because i don't li- listen to your show it's okay. and uh, <laughs> because i barely have time to do this show hey spend right. it's about oklahoma <laughs> well I, I assumed i'm just how saying. many people are on your are, are like actually on the show yeah. show uh so it's myself and kelly lawson uh who's kind of like the uh we play improv games on the show okay. so she's kind of like the game master and she's incredible and we kind of have a um, an unofficial third co-host named Neil Newby, who's rotates. He, he rotates. yeah, he comes in and out. Please tell me and, you call uh, him noob. We call him the noobs. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He and, will never not be the noob. Well, it's perfect. Whatever you know. I mean, his last name is Newby, so yes. he just walks into that every time. But yeah. uh, and at the time, did not. I'm sure when he was born, that was not because it's not a. That's not been yeah. a word. Yeah, for that a long wasn't time. a thing. He's gonna be like a 20 year veteran in the film industry or something like that. And he's people still are still gonna, gonna be, be like, noob. he's a newbie. He's a, he's a newbie. newbie. I could never outlive that name. <laughs> <laughs> I will never live it down. But he's a he's a industry pro okay. with me. So he and I both freelance in the film and music oh, industry and stuff like that. I love that. And, uh, I I went okay. to school for a semester for film. Wasn't it a blast? It, and you were like, this I, is not going to make any money yeah. at all. 
and you chose wisely <laughs> to choose a different career path. <laughs> I That's did thoroughly, actually what happened to me. I had an associate's degree in theater. Did you? Yeah, and I said, "Wow, I'm, I think I'll go into something that's going to make a little bit more money: journalism." <laughs> but yeah, which, right. is, <laughs> which is so lucrative. It, it made a little bit more money than right. actor. Right. A little bit, a little bit more than nothing. So <laughs> yeah. I did really enjoy it. I really enjoyed the technicality because I I was really interested in being first camera. Like that was mm -hmm. the dream. Was everybody to be wants first, to be first camera first man? Camera. <sighs> well, like Not in my, my in my cinematography man. group, it was like everyone wanted to be the director, and I was like, Oh yeah. F that, I want to be first camera. And That's the thing. <laughs> That's what cracks me up about most film students is that they come to film school and they're like, I'm going to be a producer or a, a director, director or a writer. And like it's always those three. And then like at, on day one of film school, they're like, you can be anything. And then like, you know, three semesters in, they're like, now narrow it down <laughs> to one department and then eventually you'll settle into something. And you'll, I think you'll yeah. be perfect as a gopher. I'm going to be the grip hook. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best boy electric. I was going to say, I have a friend who's a best boy. Um, and I always found just the title so charming that I yeah. didn't really, yes. like, it, it took me a while to get around to ask, like, what do you actually do? Because right. you're the best boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Jeremy Dapolito. Uh, of course, I know Jeremy. Dab. He's great. He's an old friend. He's an all right boy. He's an He's a fair to midland boy. Yeah. There you go. And then um, his brother, my husband, uh, my so my brother-in-law, Sean Patrick Eaton, he's another. What? Yeah. You're kidding. The gentleman outside what? the door is oh my goodness. the brother of SP, the, the infamous what? SP Eaton. Mr. SP Eaton. I am yep. driving his car right now. In fact. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he doesn't have Frankentruck anymore. So SP Eaton, the guy that we're talking about, used died. to have, yeah, he so used to have this truck have... that was like a Frankenstein of multiple yes, trucks. Yes, and it's amazing. <laughs> it was amazing and it ran for ever until it didn't and then now yeah. we as have, a franken truck um, is one to do now we have the v6 turbo bug that he bought uh, for a song that we are going in the to wastelands of probably yeah. the Arctic. purchase from him right so. he was just ready this, for the apocalypse is basically yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was ready for the road Dude, warrior franken truck was so like would have fit in nicely in mad max not even not oh yeah even. we would have yeah. had to paint it like all primer black but otherwise other than that Totally ready. Oh, freaking so. truck. It just it uh, anyway, murdered too many so. small children and they had to get rid of it. Yeah, well, SP, you know. Yep. You yeah. know, never watches the All right, going. well, that got dark real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so mostly you do like uh, improv type stuff on your show. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, we talk about um, different, every episode kind of focuses on one aspect of the film or music or just the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So like uh, the most recent episode, we talked about scoring and not just like right. putting a score to mm -hmm. your film, but being somebody that scores a film and like the techniques that go into that. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. Dude, and it's so cool because each of these episodes, I end up learning so much crap. Like, they, like for me, it's been kind of like my my it's additional more, film school in yeah, itself. Yeah, I was going to say. Right? Well, and I love like, the fact that well, the, 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 probably the two most popular film scorers at this moment, not including John Williams, obviously, <laughs> are old 80s band uh, leaders. Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo right? and Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo. Yep. It's like, what, Who? at Danny what Elfman. point? What? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> at, what, at what point while you're she's doing the, Oingo Boingo or Devo go, kid. I should do the Lego movie. Right. No <laughs> yeah. No kidding. When you say, you know what, Tim Burton, he's a hack. I'm gonna go do something fun. Yeah. yeah. That's how that happens. I and thought it was. Uh, I thought it was fun how Danny Elfman, uh, like, kicked Hans Zimmer to the curb for the Justice League movie. And right. He was like, you know what? 
Step aside. I'm yeah. just going to use all my old themes. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or everybody else's. Yeah. I was. I finally got to watch Justice League actually Friday night for the first time. That last night. And listening to it, and you've got not only did he do that, he used the old uh, Batman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, from well, his own actually. I guess that's true. Uh, and then and um, Superman, the old uh, dun 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 dun, yep. nice. a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, actually, that's what, and that's, that's to me, cool. film score yes. is using music that people would recognize immediately for a theme. Yep. I mean, John Williams is the master at He's themes. He's the man. And I think, I think um, Danny Elfman was really fantastic at that in his own right with Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, with, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, it's so many great stuff. I used to have every one of his soundtracks. Yeah. Um, Danny because it was fun. You could put it on. That's the best way to write. Put on yeah. a Danny Elfman soundtrack oh, dude. and write. That's literally what I was just doing right before this. <laughs> I was, I was, wow. I've been working on a little writing project and everything, and I was popping my, uh, my little uh, Pandora score thing. <laughs> yes. Nice. So it's either like Danny Elfman or Hans one, Zimmer. One of the things I've noticed that they've been doing a lot more is like, so not so much musical scores. They don't use musical scores nearly as much. They actually use like song songs, like with lyrics. And oh, yeah. It, depend, it depends. It depends. That. It's that's cycles. And that was actually not abnormal in the 70s. Really? Um, American Graffiti. Yeah. In American Graffiti. Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. And it was a little bit earlier than the 70s, but um, I, The Graduate. Uh, which ah. used all uh, mm-hmm. Simon and Garfunkel, and it, that's mm. that was normal, and that's why it was so weird when John Williams uh, was working with George Lucas, and George and said, "I want to go back to the old-fashioned soundtrack style." Yeah, and nobody was doing. They were either doing disco music or they were doing, you know, whatever it was. It was it was music with lyrics, and and because of John Williams and George Lucas, we now have the full soundtrack stuff. Mm-hmm. But that does go in cycles. In the '80s, it was the John. So cool. um, uh, uh, oh my gosh! Uh, Pretty in Pink. Um, oh, John Hughes. John Hughes movies. Oh, that dude. were the soundtracks yeah, were, mo- were music, music is not of the time yeah, soundtrack absolutely. stuff. And then, yeah. but then in the in the late eighties, when Danny Elfman started coming around in the early nineties, that's when it started to come back. It goes back it cycles. That's crazy. Yeah, and I it's and it's doing it again with like yeah. with with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy Wrinkle in Time. I took my kids to go see Thor Wrinkle Ragnarok. in Time. And <gasps> if you haven't gone to see that movie, that movie is. I still have not gotten to see Ringo no. in time. Oh I finally gosh. got to see I, Black Panther. Uh, like, guess what? I, have I, might, I might be going to see it after the show. Black Panther I, is, I am really the last it's really good. Really, I mean, I'm not surprised by it, it, but like, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just hadn't been able to make yeah. my way into yeah. the movie theater. Yes. Yeah. And, um, uh, I had my kids for a very short period of time. We were going to go see Black Panther, but there's no showings like within this time frame that I had my kids. And so I was like, well, there's, there's a wrinkle in time. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, let's go yeah. see that. I cried like six times. See, my only problem is I I have a I already have the movie in my head of Wrinkle in Time mm. from reading the book. See, I never and read the book. Understand. Yeah, and I never read the book either. And yeah. I don't want. I just I don't I actually really still need to read see. Ready Player One. Oh, it's a yeah. lot of fun. It is. That's what I hear. It's a bit slow. Let's be honest. It's a bit slow. Well, uh, what I'm really excited about is I'm at the point I read Wrinkle of uh, uh, Ready Player One. Probably about three years ago, something like two or three years yeah, ago, and unfortunately, I have forgotten just enough of it to where the movie should That's be really fun. That's always a joy. Yeah. That's <laughs> the joy is when because you didn't. Read it looks it like it's so not like it's, it looks like he's going to go. He's going to take a lot oh, of license from the book, and especially if you look like at the bonkers, the the, the trailers, the people who are in real world uh-huh. are out doing things. They're playing in car. They're they're you can yeah, see them doing movements like, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, the the in the book. The scenes outside uh-huh. of the the, the, the fantasy world of outside Oasis. of Oasis 
were very, very boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. And, oh, yeah. I not mean, a, just not the a people lot of walking, but a lot of man driving. Yeah, the main character right. gets a, a, a machine that allows him to walk and do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's nothing else in his apartment. So he, when, whenever dude, he, when he's not do, in the Oasis, he goes, grabs a burrito, has it to right. eat, and then gets back in Oasis. There's nothing else that goes yeah. on. Did you, did I did read that part. He's actually morbidly obese in the did book, you too. Picture, yeah. Yeah. Does he, did you picture, yeah. did either of you picture the South Park episode? Uh, where he's of playing, Player One? Where he's playing, no, where he's playing WoW in the basement, where Cartman is playing oh, WoW. Oh, yeah. yeah. And refuses to leave his terminal. Like, yeah. his mom he's is like, a Like, he doesn't even, It's it gets grotesque, but he doesn't yeah. even leave to go to the bathroom. So like, the it's all, I thought of the whole scene in Ready Player One spoilers. Like, that's so. what, yeah, that would be. But, but the, it looks like, obviously, color. he's doing, yeah. the, there's more to it, the, the real world. Where people are actually mm-hmm. getting together to do things yeah. in the oasis, which is weird because that's kind of the whole point. You don't get together. You don't see anybody in the book. The, uh-huh. You you are you are alone, and then you go to the oasis, and that's what? when you're with people. Isn't that's, that a nihilistic metaphor? There's for, anyway. For, for, know, it's for gonna be good. Yes, they <laughs> still, still need, but it's not as, right. Yeah. But there's not as much. The idea is like the only said, community. A lot of driving. That's the whole point of the book. The only community is is in the is in right. the virtual True. reality, which yeah. is kind of funny because they're in like that crowded like just trailers on top of trailers. I know, and it's yeah. in no Oklahoma City in the book. Yeah, in the book, I, I it's have a finally let that. Right, that's go. what I'm saying. Like I was just about to say that they, I, I did learn that that it was originally set in Oklahoma, uh-huh. Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. We have got to do something about all these movies that are set in Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah. that are never shot in Oklahoma. <laughs> I was and so bummed never, when and I'm watching Logan the and it's set in Oklahoma City, and I'm like, where the crap was this movie? Where did they no, film? I, think the I thought the, thing... the casino was filmed in Oklahoma. It was not. It was filmed in Atlanta. Everything yeah. is filmed in it's Atlanta it's, nowadays. It's well, filmed with tax Atlanta breaks. has some hot ass tax breaks. They do. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, it's it's well, we, and we're getting rid of our tax breaks here for for the film industry. Yeah, <gasps> we yeah. had one. Still got millions movie of billions of dollars Orlando for the oil Bloom industry, in but you know, no tax breaks for film. Yeah. Yeah, so, no. So why, why would we deserve, why would we diversify? We I have saw, oil. I remember recently uh, the, when I before I rage quit uh, Supernatural, there was a, a scene that was done in Oklahoma City, and yeah. I was like, "That ain't Oklahoma City." Right. I can tell you that right now, that was not Okies filmed in Oklahoma City. were like, "Nah, nah, yeah. man, that's Toronto." Which I'm thrilled you said. <laughs> you in can't the little, pull you know, this is Oklahoma City. It's like, no, it's not. But right. thank you for You're like, recognizing. But thanks for the shout like, out and it nice having try. not be about <laughs> a bombing or a tornado. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Or, or it for was, that. It was some, some demon hunting. It me up that uh, like it was set like on, it was obviously the strip like basically on, yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> there's like, and you're like, that's know, not quite how it is I mean, here, close. But no cigar there. I mean, there are casinos. You nailed that yeah. one. But yes, but not in Oklahoma City. You've got to go to some tribal. Oh, I know. And he goes to like basically like in Logan, it's basically the way that I the way that it looks. It's like next door to the where the Oklahoman is. Like seriously, yeah. like it's like downtown. Like yeah. Yeah. it oh, yeah. makes yeah. it look like they drive downtown to where the Marriott is and the and the Oak and like the casino is like right there. Yeah, yeah they and made I'm it like, seem like our downtown yeah, is some no. kind of Las Vegas style yeah, strip. Kind of strip. Yeah, yeah. It's Devin's the future. Right there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, it's, that's what not um, too distant future is Oklahoma Oklahoma Logan. City is. Yeah, yeah. What Hugh Jackman imagines the future of Oklahoma City. <laughs> it, is, it is Old Man Logan. We've got some time, yeah. so maybe, maybe next okay. year. It could be. It, it yeah. could be. Um, and so you haven't read Ready Player One. Are you looking forward to seeing the movie? I am very much looking forward to seeing it. Anytime I see the trailer, I, I keep 
picking uh-huh. out more and yeah. more. The freaking Joker's in the movie. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> but he's Joker. But Joker's you know like dancing with Harley Quinn in the trailer, and I'm like, what? Like I want to know how do they do this? I need to slow this stuff I, down. Well, I think because it took Steven Spielberg basically called in a bunch of markers and said, really? "You're going to sign me over the rights to do this." This because yeah. yeah, WB can only get it only has so many rights mm-hmm. to things. So mm-hmm. I think that Steven Spielberg basically well, called in a bunch Spielberg. of markers. Yeah. said okay you're you know go disney you're gonna give me stuff hey so and so you know because i don't think i've seen a crossover like this since who framed roger rabbit right um which at uh, that time i'm amazed they were able to get uh, bugs oh, Bunny yeah. and mickey mouse in the same yeah movie uh, you know and it's funny whenever that is the thing like i don't know what it says about me as a person whenever i'm watching a movie and something like that like the legal like the con- mm, like right. how do right. they do that? Like I'm running through. I'm watching Roger Rabbit. I'm trying to run through the contract that they did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, yes. like yes. what what right. legal loopholes did you have yeah. to jump through? How did they pull Not this? Not to off? mention hoops of fire. Yeah. Not about done. the visual effects. Not how they no. pulled off the visual effects and the amazing wizardry that you're looking yeah, at. How licensing. did they pull off the legal wizardry? <laughs> of course, I do that with any kind of product placement too. Coca-Cola. Oh, oh there we go. One hundred. I always watch for like placement. whether the logo is showing yeah. or whether they have used a generic like it. You know, we yes. all know oh, what yeah. it is, but but it's you know, not. Yeah. Or no. when you see an Apple, they open up an Apple computer and it's got the Apple pasted over in Dude, some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we all Apple know. was that's, not willing to pay for that one. Yeah, that's happening on Taken right now. Actually, the hacker <laughs> the hacker runs like a solo like a huge Mac setup, and all of his Macs have the cool like. It's believable because yeah. he's a hacker, but all of them have a, a cover up over the it's lid. It's not believable because yeah. it's a Mac, though. Right, dude, so I you can't do any hacking on a Mac. I think that, I that's know. probably <laughs> good. Can you imagine being Steven <laughs> Spielberg? Because, like, literally, <laughs> Steven Spielberg is the only person that could just walk into like Disney yeah. and be like, "I'll <laughs> take all of your Excuse rights." Excuse me, while <laughs> I put this out. Really, yeah. really Steven, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. He would be the only person that could do that, though, because yeah. I mean, he did. He had a hand in all those movies, didn't mm-hmm. he? Oh, yeah, totally. he did. Or as I say, he called in a lot of markers, and I think also you go, you know, and go walking up to someone like Lee and going, "Okay, I want to do Rush." <laughs> Getty's yeah. like I'm not doing anything. So. Yeah, yeah. How dare you, um, Spielberg? Yeah. I want I want to incorporate Joust in this movie. Oh, okay, well, we're not doing anything. With yeah. This, yeah. So. What, what's interesting though is because we, we were talking about this last week was that there's he has expanded the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, in, oh, yes. in 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 Ready Player One really focuses on late seventies, early eighties because that's when uh, Klein was obviously my age, uh, was, was mm-hmm. a kid, mm-hmm. and that's where his memories are from, are from the late 70s and early 80s. But nostalgia's grown a lot since that book was written 10 years ago. Yeah. Nostalgia is now of the 90s. So when you see things so like weird. Iron Giant, well, yeah, you and see they Joker and Harley, these mm-hmm. were yeah. not in the book right. because 90s nostalgia was not mm-hmm. a thing 10 years ago. Yeah. It is now. Yeah. And so Oof. it'll be interesting to see how much he, because he's, Usually, I mean, it was, it was a very, in the book, it was a very short timeline, pretty, pretty much from like 76 to like 84 mm-hmm. was the nostal- nostalgic mm-hmm. period. So. I wasn't yeah. even born Whereas yet. this one, it's it so looks like. What? <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> I, I know. I am just like, girl, I do not want to hear it today. I have is, so much concealer on. It's not even. Funny. It's so weird to me to think that I, I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that the 90s are considered like Nostalgic? back in the day. Right. Like I'm 31 and I've just reached back in my day age. We're yeah, the same oh, honey, age. Honey, what are you what? talking about? It is, it is going to get, it is going to get, well, she does it too. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and we're the ones no, who are like, you're born in 89. Tell I thought. me more about it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it was weird. Like, because like the other day. I won this year. 41. 
So, oh, for, okay. Yeah. So I'm the one who's like literally. So you were definitely a child of the day. 80s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in 77. The, the so Goldbergs I, is a flashback. The whole for us. 80s right. happened. <laughs> Um, That's what's so funny whenever you see these like 15 year olds that watch Stranger Things and they're nostalgic for the 80s. I bought my I bought my niece. Shut up, kid. I bought my niece a. a Have you read a Stephen King book? No. Yeah, I bought my niece for Christmas uh, because she asked for different things. I said, "What do you want for Christmas?" She's like, "I want a Stranger Things album." And I said, "I'm getting her that." Yeah. Yeah. First off, the fact that she didn't want a CD or. what is it now? Download, download whatever an MP3, MP3 download is. She yeah. wanted the record player. Or the, ah. I mean the record. There is a resurgence of like, records. Yes, there is. There has been a for about and, and Christmas Day, now. we played it in my whole family. It was like, oh, we've got to play this. Stranger so, Things Christmas. Awesome. Yeah. That's was, the best. Was it actually Stranger Things on vinyl? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. even know they had that. <laughs> yeah. I bet they have it. I'm surprised that they don't have it on cassette tape. That was funny. Walmart. That would be cool. Because cassette tapes are making a weird comeback. You notice how we just skipped over the 8-track? Like, let's not even talk about the 8-track. Let's not even talk about that thing. Tape deck. Well, I mean, we have Walkmans. Cassettes are weird. You can get Walkmans at Store but for 25 cents. Right. cassette tape. Be, the I ability the to make a mixtape is never going to go away. Mm-hmm. And right. that is like love in its purest The form. only thing so. is, well, except for, I don't know. See, that's the only problem I have. Records, I understand. That's a, that's a hi-fi. That, right. Like the yeah. sound the quality, quality yeah, the vinyl, of, a, of records a, is beautiful. Cassette, engineer. you don't get it. You don't get that sound quality. It's magne- magnetic tape but any more than you would from an MP3. Love is a yeah. mixtape. So... Yes, but Love let me tell you, the fact it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's just a, it's, I have, it's a I have made mixtapes for my wife on CD. It's fine. Me too. It's and the you, same. It's, it's something it's about equally, that. Uh, but there's something about handing someone that little. Oh, I know. You I know, did it. Yeah. I, I did mixtapes. Oh. I made an yeah. 80 reference. Profess my undying love to several people. You made an 80. What was your 80s reference? I said, no, love is a battlefield. Yeah, love you, is a battlefield. I, I noticed that. I'm sorry. Pat, I'm, Pat I meant Benatar. to hat tip you. But. Very good. Pat well, that's only because I watched well 13 going on 30, but it's a fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I, well, you know, I, I do think, so I'm, I'm excited the fact that they are going to expand it. My problem is I don't have much nostalgia from the 90s only because I can't remember most of it. Right. Um, That's your own game. That's going to be me in the And that guy out there. I was like. We were working in restaurants and making more money than we made. That guy out there, your husband, is mainly the reason why I can't remember the 90s. (laughs) We used to party. He's a little bit of an enabler. Like it was 1999. It's a good thing I met him when I was too young to imbibe. And you know he would, and and he's a good dude. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I've known my husband since we were. I was fifteen, and oh wow, like we didn't date that long, but we right. we, we knew, knew, knew of each other. But yeah. I met Michael through my husband, yeah. and so because they worked um, in Bricktown during the height of the make money, make money restaurant. Oh yeah, it was industry. before it was before and Bricktown make ballpark. money and spend all your money oh, wow. that it night. It was uh, so it you had the abuelos and uh, whatever. There's a um, it was. It was something at sports bar. I worked at the yeah. sports bar. He worked at Abuelo's. Varsity. Um, varsity. He worked at the Varsity. He worked at Abuelo's. He yeah. opened it with Kim Dancer, who now owns Picasso. Um, wow. And then, yeah, like this is all. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, basically the 90s, all you had to do was open up a restaurant. We weren't and you... watching television because so we were working cause... in restaurants. Yeah. We were working every night. We were making was that? Was that tons like 95? of money. Uh, 95. 95, yeah. Yeah. See, I came to Oklahoma in and then 93, I moved to Dallas. 93, 94. Oh, you came in. as See, I that was when the Bricktown was just starting mm-hmm. out. And and before then. What was it before that? Just nothing. Like dirt roads? What getting, nothing getting, sta- <laughs> getting stabbed. I used to say, yeah. yeah I in, used in to say that you could in, in the 80s. And we used to do this. We used to come down in the 80s to downtown 
and you could literally lay down in the road at yeah. six o'clock at night. Yep. As long as you're up by six o'clock in the morning, you will not get hit by a car. No, nope. because wow. there's nothing. Nope. It was we, a ghost we'd go down. down to these these uh, garage and sit and and kids don't do drugs. Um, we would do things. <laughs> Dude, that, there was that, a club that you, you shouldn't be doing that but. was accessible from the tunnel that was all ages, and I. I can't say on air the shenanigans that ensued, yeah, but yeah. it was, I mean, but it was downtown near leadership square. And I mean, no one bothered us. No one even no. knew it was there unless you knew it, it was like a speakeasy, yeah. but I mean, it was a ghost town. Yeah. I think it's so because crazy. Nobody ever came down here. Changed and oh, just yeah. like, oh, it's not. All like, I know. I barely remember whenever it was like that. Yeah, yeah. I left for two years in 2010 and when I, and it was, it was getting outrageously cool. And in 2012, when I came back, it was like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And especially, well, of course, amazing. I, I do yeah. say a lot of that is the thunder. Um, <laughs> oh, totally. I think that, that it is, it's energized, um, growth in downtown and in Bricktown and even here in Film Row. Mm -hmm. That's the, the other one. Film Row was Skid Row. This was the... Yeah, I know. Was where you bought your drugs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, in 2013, when my boss said, stabbed, we're going to go, both. we're going to have a, a place, a studio down in Film Row. I went, uh -huh, you went where? What? Where the heck is Film Row? He goes, oh, down in Sheridan and Chartel. I'm like, and you're like, yeah. really? That's, I don't that's know. That's not what we called be. it. When, it was never called Film Row when I was oh, yeah. a kid. No. Um, totally. Skid Row was what we really called it because we would we you'd have to drive down Classen mm -hmm. to get to Bricktown mm -hmm. and you'd speed on this yeah. area because yeah. you didn't know Do not pass who go. was going to jump out at you and Absolutely. it was bad and Absolutely. now it's the place to be and now it is the <laughs> well, place to be crazy. just like the plaza I don't know what yeah. happened that just made everything change so fast I mean, it was probably the thunder but like I remember because I used to office at the Paramount right across the street yeah and I remember, like, I was out on a project for about a month, and I finally came back to work at the office, and all of a sudden, the freaking highway was gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I remember How that. Does I was that like, happen, what? Where it's just like I've only been gone for a month, and now the, the entire the quarter, highway the thing, layout yes. of the mm -hmm. city is different. The quarter yeah. shore thing happened. Moving I forty helped. Yeah. The quarter shore. Um, uh -huh. I think also pride in districts is something. Yeah. When Western. And and the plaza, uh, not the plaza. Um, uh, yeah, the plaza. And the that's that's the area. The girl. I used the to live. I used to live in the. the like, yeah, I used to live at Twelfth and Blackwelder back no when lag. you couldn't walk around Twelfth and Blackwelder. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yes, you did. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's back a, in the, that was a thing. the mid nineties, um, uh, when I used to work at Triples up here on Classen and oh 16th Street. Oh, wow. I worked at Triples. Nice. I have a long. I've been alive a long time. Girl. <laughs> and, Girl. and so Preach. so the the you know and and Paseo and Western 23rd uptown. Mm -hmm. Um I oh think my gosh, there's, 23rd. there's there's the uh, there's the pride in the districts mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. happened and I don't know I don't think that necessarily happened on purpose so much as the people in Western went, look at what 23rd's doing. The people yeah. in 23rd, yeah. look at what Paseo's doing. It's definitely like a viral. And it's nice because it's not like rivalry. Like, no. Like most it's most a, other dude, cities you go to, there's this. like a weird rivalry between this. districts and stuff. My other theory They get together and, is and decides their weekends to do things so yeah. they don't step on each other's right. weekends. Yeah, I know. Right. It's crazy. You don't yeah. see that in any other... No. I've seen the Warriors. I know how the yes, district... Right. I know warriors how out. in play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Totally. That's how it is anywhere else. I do have another theory, and that is all of the people who grew up in Oklahoma City and saw it for what it is suddenly got old enough, savvy enough, wise enough, um, and worked in the industry, things like that, to, kn to know that, hey... 
we could totally start a business. Yeah. Like, oh, could, yeah. Th- this is fucking ground like yeah. for yeah, anything you want to do. You want to have a gourmet corn dog shop in a uh, storage container? Go follow that dream. Yeah, <laughs> you know right? what I mean? Yeah. And that's really. Which is what other places have done, but we had but never we done have it before. Con- exactly. And we have yeah. a concentrated, yeah. we all know each other. Yeah. It is incredibly incestuous in the best way. It, like, yeah. And it does help. Know, that, uh, yes, it does help that Oklahoma yes, yes, oh, okay. is still considered. Two, two degrees. Oklahoma right. is still considered degrees. one of the most polite, one of the nicest places. We so we were raised people. to we were be literally, nice and kind right. to each other. Yeah. And to lift each other yeah. up. You know, we mean, were actually just voted the nicest state in the union by Canada. I know. By Canada? By yes. Canada. And they might know a, two, a thing <laughs> or two about being The people that set the bar for nice. niceness. Right. They're like, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. right beneath yeah. them. We, we, you know, we might cool. all some, sometimes people. disagree yeah. on our they politics and stuff, but we are the nicest damn we people really about are. it. We really are. I, w- yeah, I will, to, to back that up on a very small scale, we got a bunch of flyaways in for our work. For those that don't know, I work for a distribution center and we were short staffed. So we got a bunch of people from Ohio, Texas, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, New Mexico, and oh god a myriad of other places uh to come help us uh and they're all like everyone here is so nice yeah. yes and almost i love it whenever people complain about it though when like, they're like what is wrong why are they waving these nice right? people are you all like, mormons i have What's a theory maybe you're just surrounding yourself by assholes right? <laughs> like, maybe you was, should choose your company a little why i was stuck at a four-way stop with four cars for like going, 10 no, hours you go no, no you, you go, go. no yeah, you yeah, go yeah, yeah. yeah. we will all How die out politing each other. but yeah no <laughs> like, it's funny because like I, I was just out in la and like the difference of people mm-hmm. from oh, here yeah. and they're just night and day because mm-hmm. like in LA, nobody looks at each other. Yeah. And if yeah. they do, it's so that they know where to stab. <laughs> like it's, yes. It's or where totally your wallet different. is. Yeah. 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 And you come here Although and I had a very like, positive experience in LA, but I was with a native and um, we, we didn't send a whole lot of, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm with I you. I weirdly kept running into people from Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You, 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 we it's we're like, like magnets. magnets to each other. Yes. I, that that person has a soul. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, I feel like you can tell Oklahomans, I've just learned this. Oklahomans look different than people other from other places it's in the world. It's because they make dusty. eye contact, we make and, eye contact smile, and we are dusty. Like there's like we this weird, dusty. there's this weird rustic layer of it's dust covering us. red, very dust. Yeah. It's, it's red. Yeah. <laughs> it is red dust. I will tell you this. Um, I ran into people from Oklahoma in China. Yeah. <laughs> I lived, really do. I, tried to I, li- like I, lived, I lived in Macau and Hong Kong for two years, and I ran into wow. a couple of people from Oklahoma, yeah. and it was Amazing. We were we were at yeah. a show in in uh, in Branson, and the people sitting next to us were also from Edmond, Oklahoma. And I'm like, that's so funny. What is the possible? Anyway, I yeah. want to talk about anyway. Holy Grail. Yes, dude. Let's because talk about the Holy let's Grail. Let's talk about what you. Let's talk about that trailer that they've been showing oh, for the dude. Holy Grail. Isn't that the best? <laughs> MG. Steven Tyler sent me a copy of it, and it is the we most brilliant thing. No, wait a minute. There's actually a for for the showing. There's a, a trailer for. And no, it's, there's it's like a, a trailer for Monty Python. And the Holy Grail that you've never seen before, and it's a it thing is of beauty. No spoilers. Is it, is it the Game of Thrones Monty Python mashup? No, oh, okay. no. They, that's, they, they make it that's like a modern just trailer. Just be prepared. It's just a modern trailer. It's excellent. Share, I'll send, share, I'll send, send that to you. I will, I will send it to you. Um, Secondly, 
Um, Maybe if you would have went to all the showings like I oh, have I before. I have, to, I have to be up at 2.30 in the morning. Before I have to before work till 5. That's what time I get up. Yeah, no. I, in yeah, the I, I, no, about, I try to get to sleep about 6.30-ish. Oh, but yeah, I'm up at 2.30 we have so that I can, I I can be hear. here by I at work. least. I get up at 5 to teach. I, I try to be here by 3 or 3.30. So. Oh, I don't I, go to bed I am a self-employed freelancer. Fuck that. Well, <laughs> I, I am a self-employed three man, freelancer three times over, but my schedule is, that makes my schedule incredibly weird. I work 12 um, hours a day overnight. But see, I love actually I being up I teach children in, in Beijing, China. I'm, that's 23 I'm, I'm done hours by ahead. noon. Yeah, uh, well, see, that's that would be nice. I just can't fathom going to sleep when the sun is still shining. That is usually not a problem until the stupid daylight saving. It was fine up oh, until Saturday. Yeah. Oh. I was fine. It'd be six thirty. It's that's dark. What blackout Great. curtains. Are and then for. the first time for that Sunday night, last Sunday night, when I was like, you know, it's still light outside. My wife goes, "It's seven thirty, almost uh-huh. eight o'clock," and I'm like. I'm, yeah. No. You're like, no, I'm not ready yet. It's not time. Okay. Before we jump into talking about Monty Python, because I want to do this thing, I do have to promise heavy, heavy shenanigans in our panel. That's there all you I'm going to oh, say. Yes. Heavy oh, shenanigans. Okay. Tomorrow night, come see us do uh, Big Trouble in Little China. And make it's utter be fun. fools of ourselves in the process. That's right. Very, very because we... Um, we have surprises. There are surprises. There is another surprise uh, after. Just there are yeah. surprises galore. Shenanigans will ensue. Yes. Okay, now it's gonna be the best. Say, no say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Make tell us how you make a panel um, for one of the most beloved, oft quoted, and memorized movies of all time. How do you make a panel fresh? Um, well, you, okay. What you, so what, what we're going to be doing how are you is gonna uh, we are we're going to have a panel of experts. Uh, now they're they're also improvisers, Good. so we have a really oh. really great improv community right here in Oklahoma City uh, with OKC Improv. Um, golly, there's all sorts of different groups and stuff, and so we've kind of gotten a handful of all star all star performers, and they're gonna come and um, it's it's gonna be very tongue in cheek. Uh, we're of gonna course. be performing deleted scenes from the movie that may or may not actually exist. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, you know they're gonna be talking about their time on the set of the movie itself, which isn't true. Because they're all by age. And yeah. by the way, and by the way, either spoil or do not spoil as much as you want. Like if you know, if you don't, if there's things you don't want to tell, don't tell. Well, Terry Gilliam is gonna come, and he's gonna. No, I'm kidding. Oh. How amazing would that be if I just like throw that out? Yeah, why you know, Terry's just, gonna show why up. Why don't we just get a Terry Gilliam hologram? Uh, right, that'd be amazing. Yes. I mean, Stephen, get on the ball. I know you've been at South and South by Southwest. I've been watching your photo feed. Um, surely, surely someone has South by Southwest created. Right, right. right? I mean, they made the whole Wade experience at Ready Player One yep. that Stephen walked through. So I'm sure. Terry I know. Gilliam, I was following Stephen's right. experience Same. on Instagram. Same. Oh, Same. Uh, Very jealous. And then I was like, and then we had an all-time record turnout for uh, Iron Giant. So nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Heck. Yes, and yeah. and uh, you know, of course, unfortunately, we we lost Graham Chapman back almost almost twenty twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, did we lose someone Graham else? Graham Chapman is no from, more. From um, Monty Python. He has shuffled the mortal coil. Maybe not. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of who else. I keep thinking that Stephen Fry was with Monty Python. But no, he's not. no, right. No, uh, Monty Python fantastic. was Michael Funny, Palin. Dry yeah. British. There's Michael Palin, Graham Chapman, Terry Jones, Terry Gilliam, Terry? Uh, John Cleese, John Cleese, John Cleese, and fantastic. Eric Idle. Yeah. Did I say Eric Idle? Eric Idle. Did Eric yeah. Idle? Did you oh. know that Monty he might have? It might have been Eric Idle. I think yeah. it, it might have been Eric Idle. Idle. I think recently because I always sing Alec Eiffel. His yeah, name and, and now I way. I grew up with the Holy Grail. Um, in my yeah. my parents watched 
Monty or Monty Python and the Flying Circus on PBS. Yeah. I should probably not have been watching this at the time, but it, it was, was it was the seventies. But it no goes over. Yeah, it, it does. Like yeah. so much um, of that went over my head. Now, I, didn't, I had animated. the same experience. Yeah, now, Holy, now Holy Grail, I was I was too young to watch it in the theater, but by the time around the late seventies, eighties happened when HBO was on and. I, I taped it and I watched it so many times I oh could quote it over and over and over again. Yep. So my I wonderful love it. English AP English teacher, as a reward for getting through medieval literature, which is a slog, um, she allowed us. To, she her reward was letting us watch Monty Python in That's so in, cool. in class. And yes, I think that one thing we're gonna try to do during the panel is kind of do uh, a uh, quote off. We're gonna have some oh. audience members come up. Oh my gosh. And, you know, whoever can do the greatest quote. Of course, I don't know if I can now. Quote. I think yeah. it's been a while since I've watched it, but I'm Baby? hoping it's very much like Rocky Horror Picture Show that it will all come oh, back. Oh, it's like a bike. That's the thing, I don't I know. I don't think anyone in the audience will have actually seen the movie in, in an audience not. before. And so this not. will be a so first time oh, that's the thing. a lot of people. Yeah, it's almost like Sing Along Sound of Music. I mean, yeah. it's going to be one of those shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah. When we and, went and saw Blade Runner, never seen it in a theater. Right. Right. I've never yes. seen it in general. Uh, that was the most amazing thing. I have not seen uh, Big Trouble in Little China in the movie theater since it came out in the movie theater. Right. Full disclosure, I've actually never seen that movie. Oh my gosh, you're in for such a treat. Are you going to be Ragnarok though? Are you going to be there tomorrow night? Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll try to be there. Tomorrow. I'm going to watch you the entire time. Yeah, right. Okay. What the? Well, going on? Exactly. You're going to be pleasantly You're surprised by several right. things, like including like representation. You're going to be like, I'm a reasonable guy, but just, I just went through some unreasonable things, yeah. and I have questions. That's <laughs> my line. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, that's a line from the movie, by the way. It is. Uh, it is. Um, it's, it's it's my line. The the beauty. Uh, it's hard to explain though, because yes, um, because I, what I love about the. Big Trouble in Little China. It's the, one of the first times that a star type player kind of automatically makes fun of himself, the kind yeah. of person he is, and and so that's what's enjoyable about it. He's oh. you know nowadays he, that's normal, right? For a, for you know your big time star to do some kind of parody of himself, mm -hmm. and yeah. everyone kind of laughing at himself. But this that had really never happened. Right. Your your you know Kurt Russell type character was Kurt Russell, and he didn't. Yeah. Now of course from then on all he ever did was make fun of himself in, right. in right. other shows because like Captain he's Ron, because he's fantastic. Nice new niche. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is. We we talked about we touched on this last time. Um, Kurt Russell's really the sidekick, except he in the is, movie. He's yeah. the only one who doesn't realize. He doesn't know he's the <laughs> so sidekick. So awesome. Watch it through that lens yeah. because he is the typical dude. Like like I'm competent. I got this. And even when he screws it up, he's like nailed it. That's great. <laughs> is he the kind of guy who's like, so I saved you? No, I saved you. You're right. welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That is. And, he, and again, he kind that's of normal now. Created that it wasn't approach. back then. Right. That's it awesome. was, And it was Kurt Russell, this action star. Like, yeah. it is such, there are so many delightful things that are really forward thinking and really like subversive. That's about great. the movie and John Carpenter and yeah, and, I think and, it, and it is ultimately Russell the most '80s movie you will Does it have delight. the synth score as God intended it to be? <laughs> I don't even remember <laughs> don't the soundtrack. I'm too. I was too busy watching the lightning. When I think um, John Carpenter, as soon as you say John Carpenter, yes. I'm like, it's got to have a I'm synth sure score in it. He's got. It, he pulls out his Casio yeah. and he starts sure playing. Does. Yes, yeah. I'm sure it does. I always just but, get reminded of Raiden from Mortal. Oh, totally. Yes. Every time I see the lightning guy, but I think I think people are a since me and him Fatality. are the same age, uh, usually get exposed to this movie by their dad or brother watching it on cable television at some point in the 90s. 
Are we talking big, big city little China? Or big, big trouble, trouble little big, trouble, yeah. big city little and China. Then, what was that? Big, big city little <laughs> China. Or Holy now. Grail. I think, you know, the, the, the kids too. were mostly yeah. introduced yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah through, through their well, parents. You know, the funny thing was with the Holy Grail, I remember, like, I watched this movie as a kid a gazillion times, but I never watched it all the way through. I always saw it in sections. <laughs> yeah, I did so too. So I thought it was little sketches, which is funny because that's what the Flying Circus is. Yes, it is. And yeah. it's almost the way that the movie's intended to be kind of taken is that yeah. it's a series of sketches. There's no, let's be honest, there's well, no and act one, act two, act absurd. three in Monty Python. It's you can't really come in at any point. You can yeah. come in at any point. It's, yeah, yeah. it is it's a five. series there's, of yeah. There's kind of a plot. And there's, the and there's also no real beginning, middle, or end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. end, I mean. Jumping in all I, know, I, I remember like, watching the ending for the first time and went, what? Yeah. Did, what? Did, is you're that like, it? <laughs> what just like, happened? <laughs> they just got arrested. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, exactly. Well, Sounds yeah, fake, yeah. I remember okay. just being so weirded out by the movie and but just loving it because it was because it's absurd. It is, and it's, so it's although, brilliant, although, fantastic, so yeah. smart and clever at the same time. Right, much but like Life Python is the only group of comedians that can make something so stupid and so smart yes. at the same yes. time. Yes, Douglas yeah. Adams and Monty Python. Which yeah. you did? Did you guys know that the Monty Python actually put out a video game back in the '90s called mm-hmm. Blazing Dragons? Did not know no, that. and it is like right along Trug the vein, door. and it's <laughs> drug door burning. It's, um, Thank you. It's the Merlin story, basically, uh-huh. with, with like what 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 was this played oh, on? What PlayStation what, One? What, I have it. Uh, why why she, do I not have this? Sheila Lebowski. What 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 what? Yeah, but and what's it called again? Blazing dragon. Blazing dragon. And he rode a blazing dragon. Right. And like all the dragons are are like. You have Merlin, who's a wizard, and he's a dragon. They're all dragons, and but it's a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game, and you have to like. I'm gonna have get to clues now. and now, like, you collect seen... items and stuff, and how it's can really you hard. Play, how can you play this game? Twitch? No, oh, PlayStation. Not Twitch, sorry, PlayStation. I bet you could download it. I bet you could download it. No, it is like super, super oh. niche, and like nobody oh, knows Blazing about Dragons. it. Blazing Dragons. Yeah. I'm gonna, find it. And I'm gonna play this. I have it. Like somewhere online, you can, like, you can. I don't know if you know this, but you can play the old Oregon Trail online now. Yeah. Yeah. Old school eight bit Oregon Trail. You have died in dysentery. I have that shirt. That is upside down. That's wonderful. The pixelated. I can't. The first time I ever saw that, I was like. How do people still remember this game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it is like because the it, cult classic of cult class. And we all had to play it. Yeah. We were all required because that's to all, freaking play It's also play like that game. in Ready Player One when he pulls out Zorg. Right? I mean, like, who remembers like, Zorg or, or me, uh, Tomb of Horrors? Cult. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought I was alone in knowing right? what these things were. I always yeah. thought I was so alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I have people. There's a lot of Ernest. So there's I, a lot of that in Ernest line. The joy. Yeah. In, <laughs> I did um, an experiment with my kids. Uh-huh. And I made the, I played the dial-up Oh, noise. the sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you know what this is? And they were like, dear God, what is that awful noise? <laughs> There's a demon coming from there. And now we're going to load up a, a website. And okay, go t- have a sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And then we're going to play ICQ. <laughs> yeah. And then really you're going to give up I and just play Minesweeper right. for the rest right. of the exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or solid, Minesweeper Solitaire was a pinball that they had automatically downloaded onto their ad. Tetris. Tetris. Yeah. I yep. thought it was funny that, that parents thought they needed like parental protection on their on their internet and really dial up just 
you know, just ruined, just it just ruined any right. like the patience yeah. of any young boy who's just like, <laughs> right. I can't yeah. do it anymore. This right. is taking I forever. I can't wait this long. I can yeah. walk to the corner that Almost yeah. there. Wait, it's three hours. Her dress are just about to show. <laughs> I can go steal what I want to see. Yeah. The boys of today will never know the struggle, the struggle, no, the struggle. of being no. so close. No. Yeah, my, and you're just right there. Yeah, you can see just, her face. You can see her neck. And then, and then mom comes in. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, and hey, then spinning at least, wheel of death. At least you had internet. I mean, for, for us, you know, maybe play, finding the Playboy in the woods outside, right? that might, you know, right? that's oh, just yeah. about it. I remember There that was thing. a time where a brave soul had to actually talk to another human person, <laughs> throw down cash, and be like, I'll have the Playboy. Right? <laughs> right. I like, want I the American. naked ladies. I had to have okay human interaction yeah. for porn. And I, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, there was a time. Like a. All day hero, <laughs> and then and then and then uh, VCRs happened, and whoa, the world changed. Oh, man. that's right. Now I was actually going to ask because you, you you mentioned about um, Holy Grail and uh, this game <laughs> Blazing Dragons. <laughs> Has if you watched Spam a lot? I have not. Ah, uh, they showed it. They came to the the lyric I a know, few years ago. Yeah, and, and I it's it. hilarious. It is. Um, it is so well done, and of course, I think it was written by Terry Jones and Eric Idle. Um, okay. So it's it's. I'm Terry Gilliam. Terry, I was going to say Gilliam. Gilliam. Yeah. Gilliam. Played a part and, in it. Yeah. But mainly Eric Idle. And Eric Idle. Yeah. Because Gilliam's and, a little hoo But it was, was it was a lot of fun. And and I think Holy Grail was still wonderful. But seen from the lens, if you know Holy Grail well enough, yeah. it's hilarious. Um, especially the, the bring out your dead moment. Right. Uh, bring out de- I'm not dead yet. Yeah. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> and, and they have a whole song. That was the about, funniest thing to yes. me when I was like 13. <laughs> Like, oh, bring out your dad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I could watch bring that scene. Oh, that and the... Coconuts. Of course, the Black Knight. Let's, let's oh, the think coconuts. Go, go for a walk. The coconuts are almost like meta. But, yeah. the, Black yeah. Ni- but the Black Knight who... It's a flesh yeah. wound. Oh, I, oh, oh. Wound. Those are the two you things I remember me. being Shubbers. funny before I yes. got the rest of the, like, well, and it's what you know, we are the knights who say, just today, I looked at my husband and I was like, those are those, there are those who call me... Tim. Tim. <laughs> oh, great Tim. Yeah. <laughs> that I, uh, was actually one of the, I mean, we were looking up names for my son and playing D&D, and one of the names was Tim. Tim. Nice. With two M's. Nice. I said, I am Within Tim. Oh, great Tim. So one of my favorite things about Monty Python, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm sure you have, but there's like, there's the English accent, and then there is the Monty Python English yeah. accent. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. You know, oh, the, yeah. in, the normal British man who walks the, around talking the, very yeah. posh Queen's and whatnot. And then right. there's the Monty Python, <laughs> who sounds totally different. Sounds like yeah. an old woman. And a little yeah. old woman in half the time. There's some moistened bit through a scimitar yeah. at me. And right. I would go around yeah. saying, I'm emperor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, the, the, yeah. the way yeah. they talk. Queen, it's, I didn't yeah. vote for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no way. Oh, my God. We are going to have. I remember some tot throwing a sword at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are really Come watch violence and headed in the system. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. And there are just the, like, just the levels. The digs. The <laughs> you digs. could call me, what was his name? Dennis. You could call yeah. me Dennis. Well, I didn't know you were called Dennis. <laughs> right? We've already got one. Um, yeah. <laughs> he says he's already, I mean, what? there's. He says he's already got one. I told him we already got one. <laughs> <laughs> 
And this is this is uh, and this is where it evolves into it does. Uh, every Monty Python fan getting together ever because um yeah. well I really infinitely like quotable. the comparison because I saw some because I'm the child a child of Facebook and that's what I frequent mostly is because and I play Dungeons and Dragons a lot. Heck yes. <laughs> yeah. What's your character's name? My character's name right now. Well, I'm playing Starfinder. That's Nike. Okay. My D and D character's Kiki. Kiki? And okay. then I have another character that I played in another are you, campaign. Are you, uh, Kiki what named are you? After chaotic Kiki good, chaotic evil. Service. What are you? Uh, my Starfinder character is chaotic neutral, oh. and uh, I usually go lawful neutral because okay. that kind of gives me my own set of laws and do whatever I want without being right. completely evil. See, I'm always good. It's either you chaotic good, neutral good, or lawful good. To, go, to go back is like every D and D campaign starts out as like Lord of the Rings. We're going to defeat yeah. the orcs, but ends up being Monty Python. It totally and always turns out who they I see. I I uh, am. I've never been able to sway away from this one character that I've always been. He's, <laughs> he's a chaotic good mountain dwarf named Fugnut Digsbick. <laughs> Well, <laughs> hell yes. You see, that almost, that almost was like, I like cringed because I was like, is there going to be a bleep here? Yeah. Like, I was going to say, do I bleep that out? Right? <laughs> but no. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. It's like Fuddruckers. It's a it clever is, way right, to get yeah. around it. And he has, <laughs> he has a... Uh, yeah. We're cussing, but we're not. He See, has a lawful neutral brother who is... Uh, uh, what is he? And what's He's really like, funny is that was created before Tyrion. Right, right. But, but that's, yeah. that's the yeah. image I immediately yeah. had. His yeah. brother's name is Nugfut Digsbick, so I don't know who's got the worst <laughs> name. Fugnut's the most fun. Ty, I but think. like my yeah. characters usually end up being the very exasperated mom character because I'm like, we have things to do, guys, and you just want to sit around the tavern this whole time. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take the money from the cash register. While you guys are <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my new half orc character. More, more. I, I'm now playing a half orc barbarian. Never played that before, and I'm like, just go battle, go yeah. fight stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Hulk I want you to hit things with sticks. Yeah, yeah, totally. See, my it's, character's typically the one who just drinks a lot and then just gets in a bar fight. That's see, awesome. see, <laughs> I have played All with a lot of characters like that, and I'm always the one having to get them out of. the yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The funny thing is, my group that I play too. with are all like I, I'm actually somewhat new to D and D because I've only been playing like two years as opposed to like since yeah, I was same. thirteen yeah, or something. I was, I, yeah, same, I mean, and the same. group that I play 80s. with these these guys have been playing for years and years, so they take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, so ah! my, I, like my job is to like say, like we're all doing it, you know, very straight and narrow. And my job is to just kind of screw it up you're the comic so, relief uh, yeah he is I, you gotta have that in a party well it, it creates conflict casual. where there is none That's, so that yes. there's an filthy interesting casual. story arc yes <laughs> filthy casual as joshua Henry would refer to you yeah. filthy, filthy, filthy casual, casual. Yeah. If you haven't been playing yeah. for uh, it's okay i started playing D D a year and a half ago isn't it the best it is I, like i just it's what, the best what got you started playing i broke my knee on the dock at work okay. and i had six months off Okay. And so I started going to this place called Luton XP, Luton XP, and I was there like every day because I had nothing better to do. I was getting workman's comp. I was living the go. good life, you know, and then I had to go back to work. Isn't that how most people get started in D&D &D <laughs> in adult life is they're yeah. on workman's comp? <laughs> the government like, is really funding a lot of campaigns. Thank you, Obama. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, we, uh, I had not played since the 80s. 
And uh, maybe a couple of times here and there for just, you know, goofing around. But uh, my son is now, he just turned 12. Um, and last fall, there was this thing going on at Game HQ and it's Dungeons and Dragons. And I mm -hmm. said, Aiden, let's, let me teach you how to play Dungeons and Dragons. He loved it. And mm -hmm. still so we, we just go. So, and here's the thing is when I was a kid in, in like 81 or 82, my, I just learned D and D from my friends. My dad picked me up for my weekend with my dad and he goes, Hey, I was going to go uh, hang out with some friends. And if you want to come join us, we're going to play this game called D and D. And you're like, what? That's so awesome. there's three generations of my family now playing D and D. That's, I feel like that's pretty rare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's especially because if, that you, sur if you survived the satanic panic of the 80s. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. That's a, like, as I was a kid, that's why I never got to play d, &D. That's why Me most too. of my friends like, Me if you too. play Dungeons and Dragons, you become possessed by yeah, And Satan. Rob Halford and would come and, like, maybe let you try in this yeah. And then you're going to put, you might Raise your blades and your apples. And, 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 yeah, yeah. You know, it'll all go downhill from there. Gary there was a lot of weird hysteria that really kept us away from very whimsical, fun things. Yes. Do you remember the Sacrificing cows out in the plaster. I just, it's all that fun stuff. Yeah. Now, I understand playing D&D and wanting to murder some of your playmates. I understand that. But there was, but the beauty was it was, it was fantasy. It was fun. And I, it was really hard for me to explain to people that it's there's no nothing satanic about this yeah. yeah um because the people who you have to worry about are those who don't play games and yeah. don't play don't aren't into star wars and fantasy it's, they didn't the, watch it's enough the normals minds. that's who you the have to worry about yeah, and have you met a satanist like generally because yeah. they're really pretty yeah they, they are they're actually kind of like, goofy yeah they, goofy. <laughs> they actually my have favorite them. there was the one word. time i don't know if y'all remember this but like the uh the satanist church or something was having a ceremony at the yes. civic center oh, oh, Black every church in the in the state was out protesting and all this kind of stuff whatever but it was really funny because they had a news crew inside filming the mm -hmm. ceremony. And these guys, these poor guys <laughs> that were doing the ceremony, like it's on the news. And the guy like rings a gong, but he does it awkwardly. And like the gong yeah. breaks and <gasps> the thing flies oh. out of his hand. And he looks like, where did it? Where it's did, like oh, you, you it feel bad for them. You really do. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. I mean, the basement's You're getting like Cold you, without you chose dude. the losing <laughs> side anyway, but I mean, on That's top right, of that, like yes. you're, you're, you, you really need to work on like, yeah. you know, pomp and circumstance, ring any bells. Yeah, yeah. and and you know, the you Catholics just HP Lovecraft and uh, you know, they're just yeah. rolling in their grave, just going. Yeah, Alistair Crowley is even like eye roll, like yeah. really, what is guys. That? But we uh, started. We we actually we played D and D a little bit on the on the Okie Show show. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, fun! And uh, we like whenever we have a live show, every once in a while we get to do stuff live. And uh, we'll, you know, be inter like we got to interview the cast from Mickey Reese's Alien, which was uh, Dead Center Films' best yeah. Oklahoma yeah. film this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got to throw them into this D and D campaign. Oh, that and sounds like freaking awesome. hysterical. Because there's nothing better than than just putting actors into right. a D and D scenario. Yeah. Whenever they're the most non-nerdy people actors. in the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's and, that's what uh, you really need. You need improv yeah. players to to no do that kind of thing. Joke. What what is the improv group that you work with? Yeah. So man, I and how I do used we join? to join. Well, okay. So to get into any kind of improv, um, if people are able to listen to this episode today, they can come to a free improv jam that Okishosha was hosting at Tapworks um, at five o'clock today. And we'll be going from 5 o'clock to 6.45, and it's just an open improv jam. Anybody can jump up on stage and, you know, just oh, cool. play with other people. Is that normally it? Do you guys do? Where, where it's something that we're going to start doing. We're gonna I think we're going to start off with doing a, a monthly improv jam. Okay. Now, keep in mind that we're not 
officially associated with OKCI at all. OKC Improv okay, is its own right. thing. Okay. We're just improv enthusiasts and like we like to get people interested and then say, okay, if you like this, go check out OKC Improv. We do that a lot. So yeah. you're like the, the kiddie pool. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I love although that. you throw people to the wolves with an open mic kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. And the okay, cool thing is that, cool. you know, there's a stand-up community Songs here too. Here. And there's a stand-up open mic right after the yes. improv jam. So if you stick around, you can get to see some local stand-up comics and stuff. Is there a place where people can find out more than just today yeah. what, what your things are? Do you have if a Facebook page to, or anything like Yes, that? if you go to facebook.com slash okishowshow or really just okishowshow.com, right. like we'll have it all up there. By the way, um, every time I tried to put in Okie Show Show, of course you get that little line underneath the show trying to say, yep. did you really mean to repeat that word? Yes. I know. <laughs> yes, I'm I like, did. yes, you grammar. It's a show about shows. <laughs> it's right. the show Look, show. I get you're a teacher, <laughs> but chill the hell out. I meant, right. to, I meant to say that. I said what I said. So okishowshow.com. The little paper clip jumps up and says, are you sure yeah. you meant to do that? Oh, God. Don't remind <laughs> me. That was a 90s thing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, are you sure? But um, <laughs> for anybody oh, else that's interested in getting involved in improv, just go to okcimprov.com yeah. and they have classes that they teach that levels one through advanced. Mm -hmm. They have shows and, all uh, the time and they're fantastic. Yeah, and, and they're I, great. And here's the thing. Like I was just out in LA and I got to go see a show at the Upright Citizens Brigade, which is where like Amy Poehler came oh, from and all that kind of sorry. stuff. Sorry. I just And I'm not going to lie. Like excitement. I have seen shows at OKCI and now I've seen shows at UCB, professional improvisers. They're just as good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, I don't that's find that's not me playing favorites at all. all. Like I was watching no, that show at in California being surprising. like these guys are no better than the folks we have in Oklahoma. Talent is talent right is talent. Place. It does yeah. not matter. And it, it only thing that's different is because of where they're located, they mm -hmm. have a better location. chance of making it famous. I was say, yep. location, location. There's no difference. Yeah. We have very talented people in the city. Yeah. We do. And and same I goes for the stand-ups around that. here. Like I yeah. saw a bunch of stand-up shows oh, out there that were dude. not like where the big headliners. Where can you see stand-up in this? There used to be jokers up on May. Oh, there's the Looney yeah. Bin. Go to Looney Bin. Looney Bin. Um, there are different open mics. For anybody that's wanting to get in into stand-up comedy, you start off going to an open mic. Mm -hmm, and sure. Tapworks has a weekly uh, stand-up workshop where you can go up, That's fantastic. nobody's judging you, you know, you can talk about whatever and there's no time limits or anything, you know, don't abuse it, don't go for like 30 minutes or something right. <laughs> on your it's first a, time go, up. Go for a set, plus what? you wouldn't want to. Yeah. I mean, it's... No. What man, what day? anybody who goes up for the first time and they're not ready to just throw up, yeah. I salute you. Yeah. Right. I had to be you make drunk as hell. I can't, I can't be in front. This up. microphone is the only audience I can have. Yeah. I cannot. I mean, I did, I've done theater. I've done acting and that's fine. But improv or stuff or improv that's and stand up, yeah. I cannot do. I need scripted stuff that I rehearse yeah. over and that's, over again. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I kind of want to do want that to do, without uh, a net. Throw someone in front of the camera. They just are like Nikki. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, hey. Have totally. fun. But I, you know, I do want to challenge myself. So. We've we've got to close down. I need to know what times are your. Is everything going on for Monty Python uh, and so, the Holy Ground? There's two oh, showings and a showing. panel. It's yeah. all right? day, isn't it? They're having a game tonight. Well, day. yeah, we're having two screenings. The first one is at. Uh, we're gonna pretend that I have this all in my head. Yeah, um, four o'clock. I think uh, is the first one. Yes. And yeah, then, it's four o'clock and then um, seven o'clock. Yeah, and is it the six o'clock? Is that going to be the panels? By the way, if okay, anyone the panels has happening in because between. we have our we record our show next Sunday yeah. at four. Mm -hmm. So my goal is to get the show recorded, then come up there, catch the first, catch your panel, mm -hmm. and then catch the show. Yeah, um, and I don't care if I don't get much sleep that night. I've got to see. I, you have to see the idea the of seeing Holy Grail in a oh, theater dude, with other be. people who love and and worship this show. 
at, there's nothing like it. It's going to be so. I knew this would be and the I'm one. And I'm super yeah. excited to like, see what Robot oh, House yes. is going to do with the Monty Python I poster. I am I'm so, so excited. It's going to be so cool. It's going to so, be rad. So, Brian, where can people find you on the World Wide Webs? So, uh, if they're looking for me personally, I only have Facebook. Otherwise, okay. it's all... Uh, I've been slowly pulling myself, myself personally out of social media just because it seems like... All I do is get in arguments with people nowadays. <laughs> I wish yeah. I could. Probably I wish just I, look for Okie yeah. Show Show. Stuff. I wish I could. High five. Yeah. But, but High I, five. I tell right. you, actually, the Okie Geek podcast, I've been starting to post some stuff that is a little bit more. I actually totally got into, a I, bit I, more I, there's a show called Left Leaning yeah. Town. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I, know I can. I'm I, It could be you two that are doing it. I'm, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I've totally gotten like a couple of like political arguments with people on Twitter. Pile that blame on the socialist over here. You do that. I can't do that as Michael C. Because I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be the middle figure. of the road. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to be objective and all that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not the liberal media, so I'm, right. yeah. yeah. My problem is that, like, I have the philosophy of being uh, intellectually honest and politically objective, which means I hate both sides. Yeah. So, uh, like, you see, so I get yes. it from both sides. Yes. I'm like, you freaking idiot liberals and you moron conservatives. Yes. Everyone shut up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why are we arguing you're about all this? idiots. Yeah. So and here's how I've, it needs yeah. to be. Us moderates would like for you all to shut up. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so so, but where can people find you on, uh, do you find the Okie Show Show? Is it just? So, yeah, you can find Okie Show Show on Instagram and Twitter at Okie Show Show. Um, and then we've also got okieshowshow.com. Um, if you want to support the podcast and listen yeah. to a bunch of different uh, secret content just for patron subscribers, you can go to patreon.com slash Okie Show Show. And uh yeah, and you uh, you can your your that. show is actually t- it's Twitter, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Twitter, mm-hmm. Twitter, Stitcher, yep. SoundCloud, all those. Yep, it's yeah. all over everything. Same thing as ours. That's exactly. And, um, and you're on uh, Instagram, right? Yep. Okay, we're I'm on ca- Instagram, I mean, and we also started doing some original comedy sketches on YouTube. So Ooh. we don't have enough oh. subscribers to have our own little domain name because YouTube mm-hmm. just That's changed okay. that. Yeah, so they they've annoying. been. Uh, YouTube. Wait, what? The whole YouTube thing's been really. You have to have recently. like a thousand subscribers to have your own YouTube.com slash Okie Show Show. That we don't now, talk which is about. Really irritating. Yeah, but uh, we don't have. Is it retroactive? It must be retroactive because yeah. we. I guess yeah, are we we, were, we had a, we had a, grandfathered a, in. We had a YouTube uh, thing for for like forever and didn't post anything until I like hey I could start recording the podcast and yeah. editing it right. so I started doing that but yeah. Uh, but yeah, they changed that because of. He who will not be named. Yeah, the the, the yeah. jerk yeah. face jerky, guy. Jerk face. Oh. But, uh, Classic the, jerk face. The awful yeah. human. Yes, the awful human. Several awful humans yeah. afterwards. So, so everyone, four o'clock and seven o'clock is the show. Yep. And six o'clock is the panel. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. And just uh, come see and then come see us tomorrow night. I was going to say and tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be starting at six o'clock. Uh, I think that's when Glitter. the doors open. Six, six thirty. Something like that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Lightning big trouble in Little China. Eyeballs. It's Just amazing. Not all the, th- all right the things. Kim Control, not in Porky's, but you know, in our show, so that's okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, and much better than this. I think she is. Oh yeah. yeah. All the women agency, all that yeah. thing. We'll talk about See, it. I love, we'll it's we'll not, talk it's, about the progressive. It's not, it's not mannequin Kim Control, but you know. <laughs> but really, what is? <laughs> there is no Andrew McCarthy. Because a it's girlfriend that'll control. do whatever you want isn't problematic right. at all. <laughs> Sorry, last word. Okay. Go. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Oh, 
you can generally find me on the Twitterverse raising all kinds of hell at Wubba. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. Nikki? You can find me on Twitter at Retro Robinson and also on the OK Geek Facebook page. There and sorry, I haven't responded to any emails. My phone won't access them at the moment. <laughs> so yeah. I will get to you as soon as I can. Message, hey, if you've got a thing going on, if you've got some kind of event, summer's coming up, spring and summer, and that's when everything gets busy. So Con if you're season. out there, yeah, if you're out there, yes. you've got a convention going on, uh, we'd love to hear from you Such at fun. Gmail or send us a message on Okie Geek Podcast on Facebook page. We'd, we'll, we'd love to have you on because that's what this is all about is just talking about great geeky things that are going on here in Oklahoma. You can find me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Brian Gilliland, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. And I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.